<laughs> Brr. All right. So what's going on? Hello. Oh, oh you know. Oh, you <laughs> Just know. Just hanging out. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but um, man, maybe I did, that I have a, a dumbwaiter in my Yes. Place, right? And you want to, like, use it as a little shelf, right? Yeah. And so I removed the whole, the door and everything, and now there's just, like, a gaping hole in the wall and it has access to a shaft that goes the whole length I of the... <laughs> could not deal with that. I would... Like, that's haunted, Amanda. It's haunted, right? <laughs> so my super came over today and he was like, did 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 you do this plaster work? And I was like... <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I just hung my head in shame. I was like, that... That that was me. Yep, I did that. Oh God! But I was like, but also, to be fair, I did mix it wrong the first time because I got like uh, powder <laughs> and mixed it <laughs> wrong, and so I was like, oh shit, I'm out of my plaster powder. I gotta go get more. And I came back to a bucket of cement, like a block. Oh like, no! Come on! <laughs> trying so hard what what did you plaster up did you cover up the hole again yeah um no 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 no. sorry i was like yeah the holes that were like around the hole sure i can definitely send you a picture i can post a picture on social media yeah because i did a bad bad job It was six hours of me like chiseling and chipping stuff away. And then like the whole thing just kind of like popped off. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, Amanda. So, and you, yeah. you rent this apartment, right? No, I own this apartment. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I feel comfortable. Okay. Making big ass holes in the wall. Big renovation choices. I'm like, this is my hole. <laughs> what? Perfect. More merch. More merch. <laughs> All of our merch is holes related. <laughs> we just and love Shia LaBeouf. Stay that way. Just <laughs> get a picture of Shia LaBeouf and be like, this is my hole. <laughs> I think he says that in the movie. <laughs> oh, what a precious baby. This is disastrous. I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. Um, and this is the podcast where we talk about uh, you slipped down the stairs, you fell out the chair. You you did bad things to your hair. <laughs> yeah. You maybe it's um it's like the historical version of um cutting yourself bangs with like uh, those <laughs> crinkle cut scissors. The, the squiggle scissors. Yeah. I uh I cut my bangs during quarantine. Um yeah. as many of us did. And I had my friend, like, hop on. I did it on Instagram Live. And I had my friend, like, hop on with me. And I was like, these are the scissors I'm using. And she was like, uh, you don't you don't have, like, hair scissors? And I was like, nope. And she goes, hmm, okay. 
So you've already started. So I can't tell you not to do it now. <laughs> She's like, but next time we're going to order some hair cutting scissors. Okay. Ah, whatever. <laughs> um, that's awesome though. And they came out. Okay. I think so. I mean, I still have kind of, yeah. I have like curtain bangs like now, which curtain, yeah. I really like. So they grew out nice at least. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Unlike, unlike that one, um, I'm sure you've seen that video of that young girl who's like cutting her hair and she kind of pulls it into a ponytail and, and then she, she cuts it too short, way too short. And she, it looks like a little Victorian doll. Yeah. You, you know, the really crazy, creepy cut. Um, so we do that, but with history. <laughs> And yeah, we are going to be delighted and probably terrified and and confused uh, by a story that Hannah has for us today. Yes, I'm so (laughs) excited. Uh, I I love research. (laughs) Yes, what a queen. I love it. Oh, God. Um, The other night, again, because I was spending a lot of time with my parents, we were sitting around the dinner table and we were like, we were talking and my dad was like, well, I think this is the difference between a tornado and a cyclone. And I was like, wait one minute. <laughs> I like Googled it at the table. And then my mom was like, wait, but what about this? And I was like, don't worry. I got it. <laughs> like, we're going to learn all about this. And I'm going to give a presentation in the morning. I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. We like watch Jeopardy together. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'll That's be like, so you know why I know that answer? <laughs> Girl. Okay, so yes, uh, time for my real nerd shit. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. All right. Um, so here's the deal we know about the Salem witch trials, we mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm. about them for our Halloween episodes. Sure. Um, did. Everyone knows him. Arthur Miller. He was like, been there, done that. But there was another supernatural panic in New England. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So He's today <laughs> we are going to dive in to the New England vampire panic and some of the cases, like the the historical accounts from the time. Awesome. All Love right. it. So, um, so I just realized we have a pattern where you'll tell me a story that makes me want to shrivel up and turn into a prune and die. And I'll be <laughs> like, I'll be like, did you know this like complex historical period and these contributing factors? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the beauty. It's just so well structured. Oh, I love it. It's great. It's good. So it's the 18th and 19th centuries. It kind of spans both of those. Um, And Rhode Island was known as the vampire capital of America. Rhode Island? (laughs) Yeah. The ocean state. (laughs) Yeah. Um, With the like low taxes and. (laughs) You know, kayaks and shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, so they were the vampire capital. But it also was sweeping through Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, and also some other parts of New England. Right. Okay. So the panic, the vampire panic, is largely just tuberculosis. What? (laughs) Sorry. I was like, I couldn't have heard that right. (laughs) Sorry. The the vampire panic is just tuberculosis. It's just a reaction to tuberculosis. 
okay, I'm sure you're going to tell me more. Yeah. But what the <laughs> fuck? So, um, I think we've probably talked about TB before. It's mm-hmm. come up a few times. But right. just to go over it again, there are symptoms that include fatigue, night sweats, you know, coughing up white phlegm or foamy blood. Yummy, yummy. Um. <laughs> Ooh, my whole mouth just filled with saliva. I'm s- mm. <laughs> Ooh, you snack. had me at foamy blood, girl. <laughs> um, it's like a latte. <laughs> <laughs> but on the outside, it looked like the person who was sick was like withering away. You know, because people could be mm-hmm. sick with TB for, like, years. And this yeah. one guy is quoted as saying, like, it's like the dead were walking, you know. Um, okay. And it looked like they were being consumed, so they called TB the consumption. Consumption. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, TB remains, like, one of the world's most deadly infectious diseases <laughs> and is responsible for uh, millions of deaths per year. So you can imagine how bad it was in the 17 and 1800s. Holy crap. Wait, it's still? Yeah. Like, anytime somebody coughs around me, I'm like, oh, what do you got, TB? Because it's a joke, because it's not a thing anymore. But you're telling me it is? Yeah. So it's like TB, (laughs) malaria, AIDS are like three of the top most like deadly infectious diseases. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now you feel bad. Now I feel bad. I'm like, I'm like, what do you got? Malaria? (laughs) That's not real. Shit. Super is. Definitely is. Where did you hear that? I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're definitely, I think we're definitely better at dealing with TB now. Because back then, physicians were like, you know, rest, eat well, exercise outdoors, mm-hmm. um, maybe drink some brown sugar dissolved in water, <laughs> and uh, maybe go horseback riding a lot. Right? Maybe get that one, like, weird tooth removed. That's probably what's doing it. And- <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was one of those diseases where they're like, you know what? Just go hang out in the mountains for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... If you if you're a fan of like classic, you know, old timey books like I am, you will see like characters suffering from TB, and they'll just make them sleep outside. Oh yeah, they're like just go be out in the air. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the treatment. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I just sleep outside now, and you're like, it's winter, and they're like, yeah, it's good for me. No, but people would like go to the Adirondacks, like mm-hmm. go over to Colorado, just hang out, like mm-hmm. go on a vacation and that'll <laughs> help your TB. That's what you got. You got a case of the Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a walking zombie. Just go on vacation two weeks. Just go to Ibiza. Um. <laughs> Doctor prescribed Ibiza vacation. <laughs> So there was one 18th century description of TB was the emaciated figure strikes one with terror, the forehead covered with drops of sweat, the cheeks painted with a livid crimson, the eyes sunk, the breath offensive, quick and laborious, and the cough so incessant as to scarce allow the wretched sufferer time to tell his complaints. 
Oh, dear God. <laughs> that was the most chilling thing I've ever heard. <laughs> right? It's like and the like, poetic with, language. <laughs> with your with your little accent, your little <laughs> old-timey <laughs> accent. Ooh. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> My hands just started sweating profusely, though. Like the forehead of the consumed. <laughs> I love, like, they're coughing so much they can't even complain about how they're coughing. How much they're coughing. Oh. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, <laughs> They're like, <coughs> if I could <coughs> just uh, get it. Oh, God. If you could give me a pencil, I can write it. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Everybody just needs hugs. <laughs> no, Amanda, because no. then they, they found out <laughs> that you should not probably hug people with TB, I feel like. Okay, all right, that's why. Yeah. What if I want? I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> I can't remember. I saw like isolation being like an effective way to keep it from spreading, and I can't remember if that was from like 1782 or like 2012. So, yeah. <laughs> or 2020, whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> I would just Science. say don't hug people with TB. Um, Fair enough. I get that. <laughs> so. One of the common beliefs was that the consumption was caused by the deceased consuming the life of surviving relatives. So here's where we get into the vampirism. Got it. First of all, mm-hmm. love that you said vampirism because <laughs> <laughs> you's a bad bitch. Come on. <laughs> Used in these fancy words to describe spooky things. Um, okay, so basically just got twisted on, like, the, the like, consumption, consumption, consuming, consuming. Got it. Yeah. Here to so, four, and there go. Yeah. So the idea is, like, well, your little sister Trish died of tuberculosis, and then mm-hmm. your big brother Marco and your mom Eileen start feeling sick, and it's because your bitch-ass sister Trish is draining their life force from her grave. <laughs> Okay. All right. There's a lot in in between there. Especially like to the person who first suggested that, I'd be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. That seems wild. Yeah. I don't know how we got there. It's like, oh, yeah. we couldn't just like all because we're all in like one family and one household that we all got sick. He's like, no. It's not because we have one spoon that we pass around and make sure to shove the entire thing into our mouth. (laughs) We can't just go buy in multiple spoons for our family, okay? (laughs) He's like, like, no, there's a a dead young girl who's draining the blood out of your Mm -hmm. relatives. Why is that not obvious to you? Yeah, come on. (laughs) Get with the program. Just, and get another spoon. (laughs) <laughs> peasants am i right Ugh, <laughs> they don't know anything <laughs> god don't they know that their dead relatives are vampires um <laughs> so two questions pop up for me right away i don't mm-hmm. know about you but for me i'm thinking one well how do we know who's the vampire right mm-hmm. what if eight of my siblings died which one's the bitch and yeah. two how do we stop them <laughs> 
yeah, like, and and how do you stop them? If the whole family goes, what's to say they're not going to move on to another family, like, just next door? Sure. Neighbors. Neighbors. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, Joni, okay. Joni better watch out. Yeah, we, we know that kind of the outline, uh, the outlay of their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, no, those are excellent questions. And it's like, they're, sorry, I have, I have just, one of the major follow-ups was like, there's a young girl in a grave, but she's draining the life out of your sick but living relatives who are still, like, they're just upstairs? Yes. Um, no one went into detail about how they oh. thought that happened. Okay, um, yeah, just like, uh, logistically, I'm like, is this where the bat shit comes in? They're like, oh, she turns into a bat, and then she flies up, and then... So, that's like, um, one of the, like, interesting little side bits is, like, there's nothing to connect it to, like, our current day vampire. Okay. Weirdly oh, okay. enough. So, got like, it, got it, got it. there are no, there's this guy, Michael Bell, and he's, like, a Rhode Island folklorist, and he talks about there are, like, no credible accounts describe a corpse leaving the grave to suck blood, and there's little evidence to suggest that those involved in the practice refer to it as vampirism or, you know, the corpse as a vampire. So, but... He's like, he's like, <laughs> for the record... <laughs> Just in case anyone was curious, we've never seen anyone crawl out of their own grave. <laughs> no, wait. That is insane that that is what he's saying. <laughs> we have never, there is nobody on the record saying somebody crawled out of their own grave and marched into their old house and trained. And slurped on the neck. <laughs> yeah. We have no first, second, third hand accounts of any of this. <laughs> um, I know that yeah. might sound crazy. <laughs> or like, no one's seen it. I know. <laughs> it's like, well, you know what? I believe you. <laughs> so, um, but the word vampire was used by like the media. You know, it's like mm. newspapers would call them vampires, but it's not like your neighbor is like, well, your daughter's a vampire. It would be like, you know, the whatever gazette is like so-and-so's daughter's a vampire. Got it. So they um, felt like it was more like cool to put it in writing in the paper than... I guess. Like the okay. newspapers were like, mm, let's coin it. Let's give the it, serial killer a name, you know? Yeah. Like the sensationalism of, of writing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Um, this guy also, Michael Bell, who's like mm -hmm. all over this research, he mm -hmm. likes, <laughs> looks like a vampire. <laughs> Can you he describe like, him for me? He wears like a dark suit. Like he wears all black. Most of the photo shoots are like in a grave, <laughs> in a graveyard. <laughs> he's really leaning into it. No um, kidding. He's like, I, he's like, I could do it in my office, but. Why? Or the cemetery down the block. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has like this like full head of white hair and he's like an, a bit of an older gentleman who like okay. is kind of like imposing and tall. Ooh. I'm like, that man's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So Michael, is it right? Yeah. Quote, no firsthand accounts of people crawling <laughs> out of their graves. No, like, no one's seen it. 
No one's seen it. <laughs> you mean no one's seen you do it? Is yeah. that what you're saying? No one's seen you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no one's seen it alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's wild. Okay, oh, so. God. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's just like a quick note on like terminology. Right. Um, and like the fact that like none of their idea of like, oh, this is a vampire isn't like our present, you know, day idea of what a vampire is. It right. was more just like the the act of like sucking the life force. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I would love to use that term as like this thing is sucking the life out of me. Like, <laughs> oh my God, my vampire job or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God, just had a call with ex-relative. They're a real vampire. Uh, yeah. Like, my cat's medical bills are just <laughs> vampirical. Oh, God, I got to make sure to go prick up my Lexapro or else, <laughs> you know, the old vampire is going to rear its head. <laughs> TM, TM, merch, merch, merch. <laughs> I'm exclusively referring to my depression as a vampire. As a vampire. <laughs> oh, God, my therapist is going to be like, this is unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's coping okay you vampire so <laughs> so the way that we know which person is a vampire because people would often lose like multiple members of their family you know we're all sharing the same spoon um shocking yeah yeah the way you know which one is the vampire is by checking the corpses so they buried their corpses well you know what we're gonna dig them back up <gasps> and if <laughs> If there's one that's deemed unusually fresh, like it still has blood in its organs or like it's not decomposed enough, that's the vampire. That's not science? No. No, no, no. What? Everybody <laughs> decomposes at different rates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the? F- okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You'll see. It's okay. Keep it in mind for later. Yeah, um, and like this one still has his eyebrows. He's gotta be the one. It's like <laughs> her fingernails grew longer. Like ooh, and they're like, yeah, okay. They say that happens to everybody, but hers are unusually long. And it's like, oh, we buried this one in a field of maggots, and they're just skeletons now. That one's not the vampire. Yeah, and we buried this one in sand. So probably vampire. <laughs> oh my god okay guys okay so how are we dealing with them we got a few different working theories okay you know we got to put our brain to this this is very important how are we going to fix this in maine people were like okay just turn the body over onto its tummy in the grave so you just bury them face down <laughs> sorry (laughs) which i love (laughs) i love the idea of like a decades old vampire being like ah yes it is time for me to claim like the maidens of the night and then they're like oh uh, how do i get up (laughs) which which way do i go (laughs) oh i'm all disoriented now he's like is this is this down or is this up? <laughs> it's awfully dark. If I, 
could just. <laughs> well, and the idea that people too are like, hey man, we have the obvious solution. Yeah. Just turn them upside down. Yeah. So, so when they wake up later, they're all discombobulated. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know where to go and they'll probably just go back to sleep. Yeah. Like this. They try and suck out the life force. They just get a, a mouthful of dirt. Just and dirt. I know what you're thinking. Isn't there dirt above them too? Because they're buried in the ground. Not enough. Not enough dirt. <laughs> Genius. Oh, Genius God. work. I appreciate that one's my favorite. Guys. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> so another way to kill one is to take out the organs that are fresh like the uh, the organs that are still bloody, right? And burn them, and then rebury the body. Dear Lord. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, just burn the whole thing. That's what we call cremation. Mm-hmm. It, that feels more, like you don't know. Honestly, more respectful, probably. <laughs> right? It feels like you just want to poke around in a corpse a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever we listen to, and we talk about a lot of horrific things, but, like, just... Be cool. Just, just, maybe just burn if you're if you're worried if you're that worried just burn the whole thing. Yeah. Um. In 1990, a gravesite. Oh my god! Can you imagine if I was like they burned hearts? No. Um. In 1990. <laughs> Sorry. I was I was really waiting for you to say it though. I feel chaotic tonight. Oh well. Um. In 1990, a gravesite was found on a hillside gravel mine in uh somewhere in connecticut and it was determined to be like an unmarked family plot from the 1800s most of the graves were normal standard graves for the time but one of them the bones had been rearranged (gasps) the skeleton looked beheaded and like the ribs were broken and then when they analyzed that body they found that well, at first, they thought it was um, burials from a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, well, a was serial like, killer in the area at the time. If I in saw the that, 90s. I was like, okay, broken ribs, beheaded? Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that means, like, the spine was, like, detached severed, in some way. Yeah. Severed. I think it was also um, just, like, the head wasn't where it was supposed to be. Right, just down <laughs> by, like, the, the left knee or some shit. You're just like, well, you yeah. didn't disintegrate like that. Um, I would absolutely be like, this is, this is a killer's, you know, dumping. Yeah. That was like, um, there was, here, wait, let me find it. Cause it is actually interesting. It was, Girl, you know, I could talk about this shit all day with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tell me all about the body. Where was it? Is the- so it was Griswold, Connecticut, and okay. there was a serial killer around the time named Michael Ross. And so the police like taped off the area as a crime scene. And then yeah. they were like, ah, oh, nah, these bones are old as shit. These are like centuries old. So they were like, no, it was from the 1800s. Um, but yeah. still could have been killed. I know. I'm just So, saying. but then they analyzed it and they found out that the beheading and the broken ribs had occurred five years after death. post So... What do we think happened? They're like, I don't know. This whole family's got TB and there's probably some vampire. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Frank is probably Mm -hmm. put in his little 
creepy's bell on them, kind of sucking the life out of them, right? Through mm-hmm. the th- through the plumbing in the house, right? Obviously, that's how it goes. <laughs> we should take him out, chop off his head, yeah, and take his liver. So, yeah, the broken bones were from someone, like, shoving their little hand into someone's, like, chest cavity to get out, like, the organs. Oh, my God. Okay, can I tell you something Dude. that you're you're going to absolutely already know? Um, yeah. Whenever we cover these, like, like, wild historic cases, and I'm like, these people were operating without any kind of manual. It was all <laughs> off-roading. <laughs> just... These people, it was no holds barred. It was, it was whatever like... <laughs> you thought. Whatever dumb little thought came into your stupid little head, you're like, oh, obviously, God. that's it. Yeah. And then you told all of your friends, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Their dumb little brains were like, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. should do that, too. Unbelievable. Oh, God. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, then that's, like, another solution, which is be- just behead him. Um, which is, like, I think the current idea of what to do with vampires. Um, and then another one, which was really common in Connecticut, because there are little freaks over there. Was <laughs> <laughs> to burn the organs, right? Like, normal. And okay. have any family members suffering from consumption inhale the smoke and just r- rip cotton <laughs> oh my god i honestly half of me thought you were gonna say they had them eat the organs uh, mm. it's not that far not no. that far off Mm-mm. but they were, they were just like take this huge bong rip of i don't know the, this little you know gallbladder rug. Yeah. And uh, you should be fine. Like, Yeah. We're doing I... uh, hookah of Aunt Susie. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel, work? like, desensitized to this because I've read so many articles about this. Oh, God, this yeah. Sh- <laughs> I, like, I'm like, yeah, sounds about right. I'm just losing my mind over here. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that- no, they did this a lot. Like, no, as much as... I'm telling you, we, they did it even more than that. Like, it was very, like, commonplace <laughs> to do it. I was like, God. Oh, God. So, um, I want to tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you, like, some historical accounts. Tell me everything, Give me baby. some examples. Give it to the me. The first one is the story of Rachel Harris. She is one of the earliest known cases with a name attached. Okay. Um And in the words of Judge John S. Pettibone, who wrote an account about the events like years down the line, quote, she was, to use the words of one who was well acquainted with her, a fine, healthy, beautiful girl. Um, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I like that. You Uh, really brought life to that guy. I appreciate (laughs) it. Thank you. Don't worry. We'll hear a little more from him. Uh, she, (laughs) She lived in Manchester, Vermont. Uh, and in 1790, Rachel unfortunately died of tuberculosis. Mm. So one year later, her widower, the husband she left behind, Captain Isaac Burton, remarried. And the woman he chose to remarry? Uh, well, it was Rachel's stepsister, Holda. Ah! Yeah. I don't like that. Um, and A our... year later? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He, he had his eyes out. Mm-hmm. He had okay. ranked the sisters in order. <laughs> uh, Who are you, Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> or like in Pride and Prejudice, when their cousin is like, I would like to marry the Bl- Rosamund Pike. And they're like, sorry, Rosamund Pike is probably going to be engaged soon. And he's like, well, then I'll take the next one. (laughs) So Judge John S. Pettibone said about Hulda, the new wife, Hulda was a very healthy, good-looking girl. Not as handsome as his first wife. Mm. Which, Mm. rude. (laughs) Yeah, that that hurts a little bit. Feels a little bit personal. Mm -hmm. But she was like, come on. I know, but like... (laughs) Don't That's say the thing it. I'm sensitive about. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that man, that high waisted man. He's got feminine hips. Um, yeah, that's some. That's an inside thought, and not so much a write it down thought. Yeah. <laughs> guys were uh, close, so. So soon after they were married, Hulda began exhibiting symptoms similar to Rachel, uh, and friends and family were like, "Oh." Rachel is to blame. Give the girl a break. Dude. Yeah. She all she already dead. She already kind of probably had a douchebag husband. Like just mm-hmm. leave, leave She her probably alone. knew there was something going on. Right? Ugh. She's like, "Stop putting your hand on my sister's leg. It's fucking mm-hmm. weird." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Girl, I'm going to do whatever I want." Yeah. It's gonna stop. The, what are you going to do? Divorce me? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the 1790s, bitch. Yeah. You can't do shit. Just, and you know what? She got TB. She's dead. Just leave her alone. Let her rest. For so, a second. Ugh. It's February 1793. It is three years after Rachel was put in the ground. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They're going to exhume her, right? They're going to dig the body up to check if it's a vampire. Well, (laughs) let's make sure it's a whole spectacle. About 500 to 1,000 residents gathered to watch. As the body was exhumed, her liver, heart, and lungs were removed from her corpse and burned at the blacksmith's forge. Oh. My. God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Listen. My girl Rachel already had it too hard, and now you're mm-hmm. going to bring, sorry, 500 to 1,000. Were there even that many people in fucking Connecticut? I know. Well, it's Vermont, but still. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Same state. Probably not Connecticut, but <laughs> probably Vermont. That, okay, first of all, is too many people, and then to make a show of it. Like, you made yeah. a meal out of digging up this poor woman and... I'm guessing savagely just being like, put my bare hand into yeah. what? Into like, like we're making meatballs, kind of, right? Yeah, what the fuck? Like we're, you know, turning, making burger patties yeah, out of this like, woman. Oh, she is rather smushy though. It's Ugh. like, well, it's been three years. Like, <laughs> oh. um, I'm sorry. You could not pay me enough money. You'd be like, could you just kind of like manhandle a, a like a three-year-old corpse and kind of like dig around and smush around and grab some organs? I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we haven't invented rubber gloves yet. Yeah, right. I was going to say. That's another They thing. definitely don't have disposable gloves. Uh, okay. 
they have like a handkerchief that they use to pick it up. <laughs> and they're like, it smells really bad. And just like, you're like, I don't know, man, hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and 500 people are like, ooh, ah. <laughs> As one doctor passes out and another one's like, I got this. <laughs> Jumps in the grave. And then also, like, I know that, like, blacksmith forges don't have to be, like, food safe. But I was like, it is a little icky (laughs) to burn it where it's, like, somewhere other business is conducted. Yeah, where they're making that one spoon for that one family. (laughs) Exactly. It does feel a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right. Um, Well, Holda still died that September. (laughs) and her husband isaac is like what do you mean we burned your sister's organs everyone saw it we did it so good we did it we burned them all the way (laughs) oh god Uh, um and there were rumors the townspeople were like oh well then she wasn't a vampire she was a witch Poor uh, Rachel. Duh. <laughs> I could have told you that. Exactly. Oh, come on. Um, it took you long enough to get there. Uh, oh, my God. What is wrong with people? They're like, honestly, I thought you were going to be like, she wasn't a vampire. Full stop. Like, <laughs> there you go. No. See? Yeah, you get it. And they're like, uh, she was a witch. Fuck. No. No. No, oh. she wasn't. She was nothing. She, she had nothing. the consumption. She was just a human woman. She Very was just a douchebag. She was just a good-looking girl. Can we just move on? And be like, no. Oh. She, she um, was probably a possum at night. Like <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those snakes that talk to you in your ears and then they lay eggs in your brain and it makes you go crazy? It's probably that. <laughs> no. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Poor Rachel. But a lot of places in Vermont would be like, hey, come on down, guys. We're going to exhume a, exhume a body and burn it. That would be just like what they're doing. Oh hey, mom God. and dad, what are we doing tonight? Are we playing Scrabble? No, son. We're going to go watch someone's organs get ripped out of their body. Yeah, we're we're going to go watch an unburial. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see them kind of monkey around with it. And then burn <laughs> some of it. Isn't that so much better than a water park? And he's like, not really. I kind of really aye, had my aye. heart set on that 1700s water park. That was, that's... I guess just a river, but I really wanted to go. You know, Colleen Hoover just like put out a new book. I was kind of hoping to dig into that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So family weekend at the farm. Burning (laughs) bodies, burning organs. Yeah. Just to be safe. Um, Just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, lastly, I'm going to tell you about the most famous vampire in American history. And it's also, like, the most well-documented. So that's probably why it's the most famous. So, 
It is the late 19th century, and we are in Exeter, Rhode Island, vampire capital of America. So George and Mary Brown are a lovely couple with a lovely family, Mm -hmm. um, and there was a lot of TB happening Mm -hmm. in their family. Mm. In 1883, the mom, Mary Eliza, uh, she was the first to die from the disease. Uh, In 1884, Mary Olive, who was the oldest daughter, died. And then in 1891, Mercy Lena Brown and Edwin uh, contracted the disease as well. I know. Sorry, guys. It's it's hard. Just, hey, it's going around the fam. It's going around. Um, so Edwin, they sent him to Colorado, I think, to try and like hang out (laughs) in the good air. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) Like somebody Um, sent Edwin to snowboarding camp. You feel like that's the best for him mm -hmm. at this point. And they're like, Mercy, you get to stay here. Sorry. (laughs) You'll probably die. Yeah. (laughs) Say your prayers literally every night. Yeah. So Mercy did die uh, near the beginning of 1892. She was 19 years old. And Mm. Edwin came back to Rhode Island. His disease was still getting strong. And when he came back, it was actually starting to get worse. So their neighbors and their friends are like, you know what it is? You had a lot of people in your family already die. One of them is a vampire. Oh, dear. We're still doing it? Okay. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Yeah. That's the kooky thing is um, that first story I told you and this one are a, a century apart. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. It, there's been no progress in between there where they're like, maybe, maybe this is going to sound wild, but like disease? There actually was a little bit before this they discovered the source of it. They discovered that it came from, I believe, bacteria. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I think it's um, But that just, like, hadn't gotten around to these rural communities yet. So they were like, well, shit, the best we know is the vampire, so. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. This is why everyone needs to read books. <laughs> so. You hear that, uh, Florida? The... <laughs> Don't ban books. Read them. Read them. Read them. It's important. Okay. So, so um, George Brown, the father of the family, uh, didn't really want to, but his friends and neighbors were pressuring him, so he gave permission for the bodies to be exhumed. Mm-hmm. And on March 17th, 1982, the bodies were brought up by the villagers, a local doctor, and a newspaper reporter. Super qualified people. Super qualified. The, the yeah. newspaper reporter's like, can I, can I get the organs out? And they're like, sure, man. <laughs> there are no rules here. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter so, who does it. No, man. You want to? Yeah, jump in there. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, hold my pen. So the bodies of the mom, Mary Eliza, and the sister, Mary Olive, were appropriately decomposed, right? They had the right amount of flesh gone. Gross. But Mercy... It's just wild that that's like a measurement that anybody has ever taken. They're like... Yes, appropriately decomposed. Appropriately decomposed. This one, less appropriate. Less appropriate Mm -hmm. for, you know... 
the time and the space and the amount of cells. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> we don't know what cells are. Move it along. So Mercy exhibited almost no decomposition at all. Uh, the Providence Journal actually reported on March 21st, 1892, quote, when he removed the heart and liver from Mercy's body, a quantity of blood dripped therefrom. The vampire, the attendants of the doctor said. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, what you and I as, like, just like a couple of bystanders back then, like, what we would have done, like, oh, shit. I'm sure we would have been, like, yeah, it is. that's a vampire. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, like, I'm just picturing, like, <laughs> this is so silly, like, me and you at the site of this grave, like, one of 500 people watching it be, like, do thank God they're doing this, man, because yeah. then how many more people are going to have to die because of this vampire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we're so comfortable with our internet and our knowledge of uh, some so stuff. Easy to judge from here. So easy. But I am the most gullible person I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty gullible too because I'm like, why would anyone lie to me? That's what is the most Exactly. I'm like, everyone is pure of heart. <laughs> So the doctor himself, who was performing the, like, exhumation and retrieval of the organs, wild that a doctor did it, um, he didn't even believe it. So he didn't believe in the vampire thing. He was like, I don't know about this. But the townspeople basically, like, demanded that he deal with it. You know, it's like Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) They're all grabbing their torches. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they, like, I mean, in that time, too, like, public opinion or, like, any kind of public voice mm-hmm. will make or break you or drive you out of town. Like, yeah, I got you. So they took her heart and her liver. They burned them. And then they took the ashes from her organs, mixed it with some water, and gave Edwin a little tonic to drink. <laughs> This is medicine. This is how medicine works. <laughs> and they're like, the science is undeniable. Just do it. <laughs> oh, so gross. It tastes like TB. <laughs> it tastes like betrayal. <laughs> I can hear her voice in my head. Oh, God. so so then what happened did he live oh he died two months later um (laughs) i'm sorry i'm so sorry so tuberculosis at that time was like unstoppable train you know like you get it you're basically gone 80 percent of the time you know you're done so you do not get better the only thing is you can prolong it yeah you can try to eke out like a couple more months or years, but like you're not yeah. getting it's, better. We're done. Yeah. And um, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, please correct me, I believe it lives in your blood. Yes. For a very long time, even after you're dead. Oh, I don't know about that, but um, I would believe it. And another thing they said was mercy got sick and died really quickly because she had probably had it, but 
but it had been like asymptomatic for years. Mm. And then it can like come out of nowhere and become symptomatic and then you're done. You know, it's, yeah, it's a, like a runaway train. So gnarly. Why, why was Mercy's Brown's body like basically fresh uh, when they dug it back up? Well, her sister and her mom had been dead for almost a decade at that point. And Mercy had been dead for like a few months. (laughs) Like one source says nine weeks. Were they comparing the bodies to each other? I can't tell because all they say is like appropriate decomposition. But it's like, what is appropriate for a, a, a two month old body? Right. And yeah, you're like, I know that like after 10 years, someone's probably pretty much gone. Yeah. But after two months... How could you? And they're like, well, she's definitely not as dead as these ones over here. I'd be like, well, of course not. <laughs> um, and the other thing was they had been keeping her body in an above ground crypt for the first two months. And it was the coldest months of the year. So her body was like in an icebox, which yeah, is like. You basically kept her in a morgue. <laughs> you preserved her. You preserved her. And yeah. then you were like, why isn't she decomposed? Because you yeah. literally. Man, what was it like to live before science? It must have been just oh like. Oh, my God. Crazy. Wild. I mean, like, the other option is that she was a demonic creature. The night. <laughs> Works for me. Yep. Sounds good. I, oh, yeah, wait, yeah. Listen, I'm, we're all going to have to, like read a bunch of stuff and then like understand like how Ugh. weather affects like decomposition of organic matter Gross. and then like just i don't that's too no. much work i'm not doing that yeah like, also it's like someone else has to like test my theories or whatever yeah there's yeah, like yeah. a whole and method and i'm not no, gonna walk you. the six blocks to that library mm-hmm Mm-mm. I'm not doing it because I know people, but no, I'm not. I don't buy it. It's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. No, it's vampires. That's the easy answer. And that's what we're going to stick with. So it was seen as a success <laughs> because the disease didn't spread to anyone else in the family. So they were like, wasn't everybody hey, dead? Look, we lost Edwin, but we're everyone else is okay. I guess. I don't know who was left. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, like, great. So, we got the vampire. Can you imagine, like, losing half of your family and your, like, precious baby daughter who you probably loved? And she was like, I like to dance. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you do. Oh, you're such a sweet baby angel. And then, like, three years later, someone's like, that devil child was a vampire. She sucked yeah. the life out of uh, – she murdered – half your family you'd be like my five-year-old daughter who likes <laughs> to dance has never said a bad word about a single person who yeah. gets mad if the dog barks because she's she's upset that he's upset <laughs> no that's um that's a soulless creature that's right there. a cold-blooded killer right there and we gotta dig her up and burn her <laughs> like, yeah <sighs> okay so i guess to add a little twist to the knife, Mercy's father, George Brown, who never contracted tuberculosis, even though, like, literally all of his family did, basically, 
he lived just long enough to see the bacteriologists Albert Calmet and Camille Guerin discover the BCG vaccine, which was used to treat and cure TB. Oh, my God. Honestly, that's got to be devastating to, to have yeah. gone through all that. But at least he's like, thank God I knew I wasn't crazy. She was a sweet baby. She's just yeah. sick. She wasn't and a vampire. He also, he like did not want her dug up. He yeah. was like, and he like didn't go to the exhumation. He was like, I don't want any part of this. You know, so oh, that Dad. was probably nice. And he I was know. like, I knew she was just sick. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. Um, One final thing, one little final fun fact. Mm-hmm. When the famous author of Dracula, Bram Stoker, died, they found newspaper accounts of Mercy Brown in his files. No. Isn't that so fun? <laughs> That's super cool. I love that. He's like, Isn't that sick? I think this has something. I think this is yeah. something. And did uh, did you re- read uh, Bram Stoker's? I didn't. But I know there is like a 17-year-old girl character, right? Yeah. I mean, I read it a, a long time ago, but it's fantastic. For an old-ass book, you're like, how good could yeah. it be? And it's like, it's a fucking page turner. You're just like, oh, shit. All right, Hell Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm flipping through it. I'm like up until two in the morning. And I'm like Bram Stoker's. Oh, I'm adding it, but, adding it to the list. Yes, girl. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. That was wild. <laughs> Science people. It's important. <laughs> stop. Stop exhuming bodies. Stop, stop exhuming stop. bodies for made up shit. If. If you think, hey, this thing that I'm blaming is also found in a Hans Christian Andersen story, <laughs> think again. <laughs> Get your ass to the library. Mm-hmm. Just do it. All right. Do the work. Be brave. Be smart. <laughs> Don't go uh, digging around in people's chest cavities. It's just not cool. It's just kind of rude. No. Okay. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much for telling me yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, super fun. We did another long one, girl. I know. We've been doing some long ones lately. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> we got a lot to say. Um, well, do you want to tell everybody where to uh, find us and follow us? For sure. We are on Instagram at DisastrousPod. We are, uh, you can email us at DisastrousPod at gmail.com. Um, and you can go ahead and find us on TikTok at DisastrousLeePod. Please leave a little like, a little rate, a little review, a little uh, comment, which is the same as a review. Um, and <laughs> hey, ring that bell, hit that subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to leave any kind of message or email us for ideas for future episodes, um, Ooh, yeah, that would be super fun to cover what you guys are interested in, what you've heard about that we don't know about, um, yeah. because we don't know a lot of things and, uh, you know, like. 1700s uh new england we're blaming everything on vampires out here so if you absolutely if you have anything you want to share with us um that'd be amazing be really really cool and your own personal disasters you know we always love to hear those (gasps) yes yeah okay well this has been disastrous i'm amanda and i'm hannah and we love you so much and we respect you and we will catch you on the flippy floppy
Goodbye. Bye.